Well, Mr. Ace finally got a job, and things brightened up in the apartment where the Aces moved when they lost their money. Marge's boyfriend, Neil Williams, got him a job selling real estate advertising on the paper where he worked. But one problem still remains. Betty, Jane's 18-year-old niece who lives with the Aces. She's such a serious type that Jane can't get her interested in any young fellows. Our scene now is the living room after dinner. Mr. Race is talking to Marge about his new work. Listen. All I've been doing so far is learning the ropes. It takes a little time. Of course it does. I don't expect to earn any more than my salary the first couple of weeks, but as soon as I know who to contact for big advertising campaigns, I expect my commissions to bring in a great deal more than my salary. Sure, it takes time. Everybody down at the paper has been pretty nice to me, thanks to Neil. Yes, I'm proud of that young man. He certainly came through in this hour of need, didn't he? He certainly did. I can't have anything but the greatest of regard for him. You and Jane both. Jane? What, what is she? Yes, she thinks he's about the last word now. Especially after that talk he had with Betty the other time. <laughs> well, he's about the first person around here that could get Betty to talk even a little pleasantly. I can't understand her. I try to be pleasant and make small talk, but she gives me that cold, supercilious stare as if to say, why don't you go sit down and be quiet? You don't know what you're talking about, anyhow. <laughs> why, mister? Well, I can't help it. She's that kind. Don't tell me she's got you, Buffalo, too, with that highbrow talk of hers about the world and its trouble. Well, I don't know what to talk to her about. I don't see how Neil did it. He certainly had her eating out of his hand with that highbrow voice he affected. You know, the surprise was when she consented to let him bring some young man out here to meet her. <laughs> well, that ought to be good. They should be here pretty soon. So who's he bringing, do you know? I don't know, but he promised to bring one up. Well, I give up. She's the most obsolete girl I ever met. I talk myself black and blue in the face, and I can't get the first place with her. I just give up. <laughs> yeah, good. Good? How can you say good? You, her uncle. Well, if you didn't pay so much attention to her. Pay attention to yeah. her? After I promised my sister I'd try to find some fellows for her to go out with, my only sister's only child, my own flesh and bones, and you say I shouldn't pay any attention to her. Well, Not break it easy, <laughs> What happened now? What happened? She sits there in her room reading with her nose in a book all night long, and a shiny nose, too. She won't do a thing about getting dressed nice to meet this fellow Neil's ringing out. So all I do is take a comb and try to fix her hair a little, so she won't look so much like a scared crow. And she says to me, Go away, Aunt Jane. You bother me. Well, if you wouldn't... Well, I looked at her a ghost. Well, I said, is that all the things I guess are trying to pay for your hair so you won't look so terrible with those glasses that you wear all the time? And she says, I'm quite content with the way I look. And I said, well, you're certainly no Venus B. DeMille. And I walked Venus out... Venus B. DeMille, huh? <laughs> Jane, you didn't. Yes, I did. I couldn't help it. Who does she think she is and how? Why, she should be glad I wanted to look nice, and that I'm working my head to the bone trying to find some young fellows for her to go out with instead. Now, look, Jane, you're working yourself up to a state. Well, I can't help well, it. Well, take it easy, can't you? She's going to meet some fellow tonight. Sure, and he'll bring one out. Yeah. He'll be here pretty soon. I know, that's just it. I wanted to look her best. Well, it's not her best, at least she can look nice. She doesn't have to look like she just stepped out of a bandwagon, but she can say... <laughs> well, well, she just doesn't believe in dressing up. What can you do about it? Well, I give up. I ought to tell her to just go hire a kite as far as I'm concerned. That's the idea. But I can't because she's my own sister's oh, only child. Yes, I know. But why don't you wait till she meets this young man? If she likes him, she'll do all that herself. You won't have to coax her. Why work yourself up this way? Well, I like to coax her. I want oh, to coax her. 
I think you're making a mountain out of a molehill. Of course. And beg pardon? I mean, you're making a big fuss over nothing. There's nothing you can do if you Over it. nothing? I suppose it's nothing. When I told her she went out with this fellow tonight to a dance or something, she could wear my fur coat. You what? Yes, I did. I suppose that's nothing. I suppose that's making a mountain out of a moleskin. Out of a moleskin? <laughs> oh, you can laugh, Marge, because she isn't your only sister's only child. You don't understand. You haven't even got a sister, much less an only child. <laughs> oh, well, uh, here they are now. Oh, they're here. Honestly, if you would only let me... Well, I guess I'd better let them in. Yes, sir, you let them in. I'll go see if I can do something but Betty. You stay right here. But, Marge, I'd better tell her that there's time for that. You stop worrying yourself about it. Hello, Ace. Hi, Neil. Hi, tonight. Come in, Mickey. Yeah, come in, young man. Thank you. Mickey, isn't this great? This is Mickey Mansfield. Mansfield, glad to know you. Pleased to meet you. Uh, come right in. Hello, Neil. Ladies, good evening. Hello, Neil. May I present my very good friend, Mr. Mansfield. This is Miss Ray's, Mickey. Pleased to meet you. Oh, pleased to meet your acquaintance. And this is Miss Hale, Mickey. Hello. Pleased to meet you. Well, uh, won't you sit down and... Uh... Take off your coat. Oh, thanks. Okay, Mickey, off with the coat. I'll take so. Oh, never mind. No bother with this lamb right here. Oh, I might as well hang him up. Uh, take off your gloves, young man. Gloves? I haven't... Oh, uh, excuse me. I thought those were gloves. <laughs> I can see now. <laughs> Mickey and I just knocked off work. We haven't had a chance to clean up yet. Uh, you'll have to pardon our appearance, then. Oh, that's all right if you'll pardon our appearance. Well, everybody here seems quite presentable. Yes, but somebody might not. Um, I think I'd better go call Betty. Yeah, where is Betty? Well, I'll bring her right in. She's reading in the room. She's been reading so much, Mr. Master. You'll have to pardon her if she isn't presentable. Oh, that's okay by me. All right. <laughs> Betty, Betty, right here. Sit <laughs> well, down, Mickey. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you uh, work on a paper, too, Mickey? Oh, yes, I've been on the paper about six years. Oh, six years. You must have started very young. Started when I was 12. 12? Yeah, yeah Mickey started. I was a copy boy. Oh, all right. And uh, what do you do now? Copy boy. Oh, sort of work your way up. Uh, <laughs> Mickey's learning fast. Mm. He could be making greater headway than he is if he didn't have so many outside interests. And that's the young man you want Betty to meet? Well, he's the best I could dig up on this short notice. I told Mickey about Betty, and he said there was a dance tonight. It was hot stuff. Yes, and a $10 prize for the best couple. Neil Williams, what are you talking about? Me? I didn't say anything. That was Mickey. Mickey, did Neil tell you anything about Betty? No, not much. It's a blind date. A blind date? Yeah, but if Neil says he's okay, it's okay by me. No, it's okay by you, is it? Marge, I think we better let time handle that. Neil Williams, you don't actually think you're going to get Betty to go with this young man to a dance. I bet you. Oh, bet you nothing. You know positively that you... You wait and see. Is it a bet or bet you dollar? It's a bet you lose. Sure, it's a bet. Say, what about Betty? Is she hard to get as well? Well, I think you're wasting your... Oh, here she is. I finally found her. Uh, Betty, this is... Well, hello, Betty. Hello, Neil. May I present my friend, Mr. Manfield? This is Betty, uh... Yeah, I don't think I know your last name. Uh, Betty Taylor, Mr. Mansfield. Glad to meet you, Betty. How do you do, Mr. Mansfield? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, sit down, everybody. Sit over here, Mr. Mansfield. Uh, would you like a little something to eat? Like a cup of coffee? No, or... no coffee. Betty, uh, Mr. Mansfield was telling me just this evening that he's making a study of our so-called younger set. Oh, he's off again. Well, that's interesting. And what conclusions have you come to, Mr. Mansfield? Uh, 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 Mickey, it's still worthy on it. His conclusions come later. In fact... Tonight, he's taking up the study of the younger generation's recreation, their ideas on having a good time. Seems to me they're doing nothing but having a good time. Yeah, we always have a good time. Tonight, Mickey intends visiting one of their dance halls. Yeah, how about it? 
on Marge's boyfriend, Neil Williams. We learn how they came out of the dance when next we meet the Easy Ace. 